This is James Montgomery, and this is not for the faint of heart. Today's question is, why does personal pain cause judgment? Or in other, in other ways, for uh, if you're a Christian believer, it's why does personal convictions, pers- uh, your own personal convictions, cause you to put it upon others to live up to your standard? And in my personal experience, I had um, a relationship with a woman, and I found myself judging others because they weren't as quotation holy as the woman I was with or her father or her brother or sister, etc. I was using, and then this is even worse, I was using other people's convictions and I was putting these convictions not even my own convictions on other people and eventually I did I was I started to put my own convictions on others and I started to wonder why people drank I started to wonder why people had sex I started to wonder why um, all these people were doing these things and the reason they were messing up is because they were doing these things the reason they were having these problems was because they were not living up to my standard, my expectation uh, of what they should be, which is really um, a really, really bad place to be as a Christian or even a non-Christian. Because a lot of people, even people that aren't Christians do this, and they don't even realize they're doing it because you grow up in a hardworking household, your father worked hard. You saw him work hard. So guess what you do? You work You work hard. And then when you see someone who's lazy, you start to judge them because your own personal conviction, your own personal growth was much different than theirs. But if you were in their household, you would look no different than them. So it is unfair. It is not right to put that on someone else and it's very important that we recognize when we're judging others that we cannot put our convictions upon them now it is also very important if you are a christian that when you start to see these things in others so somebody told me today that they a friend uh, came to them because they just got a new tattoo and the friend tells them, Oh, you need to go to Leviticus 19. And the first thing I thought of was like, man, that was me when I used to, Oh, well, why are you drinking? God says not to drink. Well, God doesn't want you to get drunk because it causes you to make really, really poor decisions, which can really affect your life. And it's designed to protect you. And it doesn't mean that you can't come back to God after you get drunk. Okay? So, um, anyway, you start to use the law. Leviticus is the third book in the Bible, which is in 
the Torah, which is literally translated as the law. You use the law, which Jesus came to abolish with his death and resurrection so that we can have right standing with God. So you use the law to put these standards upon people and expect them to live up to these standards that God has placed on your heart that you're not supposed to have tattoos, you're not supposed to drink, you're not supposed to have sex before you get married, yet you see others do it and you judge them and you put them in a place where they did not have the same tools you had. You grew up in a hardworking household, they did not. You grew up in a household where your father had one wife and slept with one woman his whole life. They did not. You grew up in a household that your family didn't drink. They did not. You grew up in a household that you saw the effects of alcohol and how it destroyed your family. They did not. Do not put these unrealistic expectations on people who have no clue the pain you've been through and you have no clue the pain they're going through. So trust, pray, really what you need to do is pray for that person and what it does is it takes you out of the situation so that God can work in their life and not you. Amen.